Welcome to another episode of the Selfishness Project, where we explore the idea of selfishness. Today I'm here with... Gabby. Gabby? Yeah. Okay. So, Gabby, you are uh, a student here at UC Davis? Yeah, that's correct, yes. And um, you're studying uh, communi community... Some what was it? Uh, community and regional development. Okay. So, um, I asked you a question before about altruism, and I'm interested to uh, hear your take on that. Uh, is that, well, first of all, let me just ask you, do you think, uh, so is altruism, meaning living for others, is that a good thing to do? I, I really believe that it depends on the individual. Uh, as I told you a little earlier, I think that if your purpose, if you feel that your purpose is to be, is to live through others and that's how you reach what you believe you're here for, I think it's good. But again, it, it's different for everyone. Okay. So it, people have different purposes. Right. And if your purpose is to live for others, then it's good to live for others? I think... I think that brings up the question of living for others or living through others. Because are you more so asking to give yourself to others so they can rise or to live through others? I'm not sure what the difference is exactly. Maybe we could just make it more concrete. Um, let's say, uh, you know, Mother Teresa? So she's often held up as an example of an altruistic person. She devoted her life to serving the poor and the sick right. in India. So uh, would we, how should we think of that? Is that a case of someone living for others, living through others? Is it both? Um, so do you have any thoughts on her? Like, is that a case of living for others or through others or both? I believe it, it could encompass both, but now have a better idea of kind of what your, yeah. your, the context is of that. I think that her purpose is, is very noble and helping so many people like that is definitely a positive thing. Okay. What would you say is the opposite? If you had to think of like the opposite kind of person to Mother Teresa, does anything come to mind? Like if she's totally, she's she's like a, a model of altruism or selflessness or self-sacrifice. So if she's like the extreme, she takes altruism to the extreme, what would be the opposite extreme? opposite extreme in my opinion would be an individual who is in the position where they have lots of wealth and assets and they only use that for their own benefit um, at the expense of the environment and or people who don't have the same resources okay so they've got a lot of resources they only use it for their own benefits um well, there was one more part to what you said. Um, 
at the expense of the environment oh, or and or individuals who don't have as much. Okay. So maybe is there some person who we can use as an example who's mm. like who would fit that role just like Mother Teresa fits the extreme altruist role? Is there an extremely it also is there a name for this type of person? If she's the extreme altruist, what is the person you are describing the extreme what? Is there a word for that? I suppose you could encompass that person under a capitalist, an extreme capitalist. But okay. I don't want to I don't want to name anyone necessarily. <laughs> but I think that gives a good enough idea of the type of people I'm talking about. Is that because you don't want to embarrass anyone? Is that why you no, I just, you know, this is going to be online, right? I got to be careful about who I call out. Okay. So we can call out Mother Teresa because it's a good thing. Right. But uh, you're hesitant to call out the bad. So this I guess is true. So, okay. So the extreme capitalists, whoever that is, um, okay. So someone who's living for him or herself at the expense of others. Uh, okay. Is there... Are, now, are those the the two types in terms of which everybody else is like a mixture? Hmm. Like, is everyone else somewhere in that range between them? They live to some extent for others, like Mother Teresa, and to some extent for themselves at the expense of others. Yeah. Is that how you think of it? Yeah, it's definitely different levels to it. <clears throat> so you might be somewhere in the middle of that range? Yeah, I mean, personally, I like to think that I do good for others, but I also can't ignore the fact that living here and with the ideals that I do, you know, contribute to capitalism so you, you say you you live somewhat for others but by virtue of the fact that you live here in the United States you are participating in a capitalist system so this therefore maybe you have the element of the capitalists in you whether I like to admit that can I escape that that would be a goal right but Realistically, yeah, I believe that everyone is a mixture of those two things. Whether it be capitalism or even just something else for your own self. Okay. So, I, I'm wondering if there's a way to... If there's... Um, like, is there such a thing as a person who lives for him or herself but does not do it at the expense of others. Hmm. Because if there were such a person, then um, maybe we wouldn't say that person is a mixture right. of Mother Teresa and the capitalist. Right. Because the capitalist is doing some amount of harm to others, you said, and Mother Teresa is doing no harm to others, let's suppose. But could there be someone who's living for himself, but not in a way that's harmful to others? 
so that he's not somewhere on that spectrum where he has some degree of harm to others while living for himself. He's just living for himself, but not in a way that's harmful to others. Could there be such a person? In the span of the world? Uh, sure, yeah. Like, is it possible to live in that kind of way? I believe it's possible because it's never to say never, but there are so many things that are engraved in the systems we live in, which makes it somewhat difficult to escape that. Like, mm. even if this person believes that he is living for himself, not at the expense of others, there may be things in his or her routines or just the way that they live that inadvertently does harm to others. Like, for example, let's say this person is buying some clothes that were made in a sweatshop. Then he could still be going on with his purpose and being a good person, but he is inadvertently harming others because he purchased something that someone in very poor conditions made, therefore contributing back to that system. Okay, so maybe he's not actively trying to harm someone, right. but because of his purchasing patterns, he's somehow contributing to a system that is harmful. Yeah. Okay. Here's a case where I, maybe it gets around that worry. Let's say you're just living on a desert island. Okay. Like uh, Robinson Crusoe, you're stranded by yourself, and you're trying to survive, so you're, you're climbing up the tree to get coconuts, and you're cutting down trees to build a raft so you can go out and fish and so on. So you're doing various things to help you survive. So you're benefiting from these. But there's no one there else besides you. So you're not living in a way that's harmful to others, um, either directly or indirectly, because you're so isolated. So would, I mean, would that be a case? of someone who's living for himself, but not in a way that's harmful to others? I'm gonna say it's a, it depends who you define as others, because if we're talking about in the span of human to human, yes, but if we're talking in the span of other beings and creatures who he may have to um, kill to eat or anything like that, then no. But in the context of humans, yes. Okay. So he, he might kill the fish so right. and cut down a tree. So he's living at the expense of others in a broad sense of others that includes other living organisms, right. not necessarily humans. Um, okay. I see that. Now, um, sticking with that example, um, I'm curious how you would evaluate such a person. Uh, do you have a, a sense of, uh, like, would you say this is a bad person, a good person, a neutral person? Any thoughts on that? It's about how this person, the mindset this person holds while living the way he's living. If he respects the beings that he is taking the lives of to live, and he acknowledges that you know, that is a being and their life is helping me survive, then I, 
I believe that some judgment can be taken away. Whereas if he were disrespecting them and being like, you know, I'm the I'm the human, I'm the important one, I don't care about your life, but you're helping me, and he doesn't acknowledge them, then there's still judgment to be passed onto him. Okay. So just by looking at his actions, right, and it's that might not be enough to make a decision on how to evaluate this guy. But if we know his attitude, yes. Um, okay. So if he's, um, I was thinking of animal cruelty while you were talking. Like he, if he's just needlessly cruel, if he tortures the animal before he eats it, that would be a lot different than he did if he just tries to kill it in a way that's as painless as possible. So um, I can see how the the torturing version <clears throat> that would we would want to judge that negatively, whereas uh, uh, not so in the case of where he just kills it as painlessly as possible. Right, and respects and acknowledges the life that it had, and respects the fact that without that being, his own survival would be compromised. So kind of as respectfully as possible dealing with that okay so if it's if he has this respectful sort of attitude maybe there are certain organisms well what about like an ant or um a bacteria these are living things too um does he need to be respectful of them as well or can he be a little more indifferent to those kinds of organisms which you might not even see this depends on one's own perspective, I assume, because... Okay, we're back. There was a technical glitch there. So um, let's try to pick up where we were. So we were talking about the cases of uh, like bacteria and ants. What if someone has an indifferent attitude towards them? Is, is that a problem or should he be respectful towards them like he is of the fish or whatever? To my own standards, I would say everything has life. So, yes, that respect, those beings deserve the respect, too. However, I understand if since they can't always be seen with a naked eye, that sometimes you may inadvertently harm them and not know it. Okay. So, supposing that this, uh, let's just call him Robinson Crusoe. Okay. Uh, supposing he has this respectful attitude, uh, is it then, can we then evaluate him and say that he's, he's good in the way he lives? Yeah. I would define that as good. Good. Okay. So then it looks like, is this a case then, which we were uh, looking for before where it seems like he's, he's. He's living for himself, but not in a way that's harmful to others. Well, I guess it still is harmful to others if he's killing the fish to eat it. Um, but is this a bad kind of harm? Uh, assuming he's got this respectful attitude, um, would you evaluate Crusoe as good despite the fact that he's uh, living for himself in a way that you know, kills other animals? With a respectful mindset and revere for them, I believe it could still be categorized as good. Okay. 
Okay, so then... Um, well, even neutral, because that's that's just nature. Beings do kill and eat one another, so... I don't know if that's considered good or bad or just survival. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess he's being a human. He's in a. We might think he's he's got a choice about what he does in a way that the other species don't have. Like they might just be biologically programmed to eat each other, kill each other, and do whatever they do. Whereas Crusoe, he's. He has free will or volition. He has choice. He can decide um, to survive or try to survive at least. Or he can choose to give up and just uh, let himself starve to death. Um, I don't know that an animal has that choice. Um, but anyways, one might think that if you have a choice about it, then uh, it's subject to evaluation as as opposed to being neutral um i mean we can still say that certain things are good for an animal like food is good for the animal um but if uh, we might not want to say the animal is morally good um because morality one might think only comes into the picture where choice is involved this is true. So if choice is involved in the case of Crusoe, then maybe he's good in the moral sense, whereas the animal uh, is not good, at least not in that moral sense. you have any thoughts on that? Because there's no sense of morality if there's no choice. So if they don't have the choice, then they're neither moral nor immoral. Yeah, that's the idea I'm, yeah. I'm proposing. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Okay. So he can be... Uh, well, I guess there, there, we could still wonder whether he's good or neutral or bad. I mean, how do, how do we determine in this case? That, that's, another, that's a big question, I think. Yeah. Um, what is the standard by which we judge whether That's true. Uh, by which we judge period goodness and badness um, I think that it's dangerous to have a standard because there's just such a variety and if we only say what's good or bad according to one person then that's that's discounting many people and s <sighs> I think that it comes down to the basics of respect and not harming someone. Those are two, two aspects I believe can universally be perceived as good without the specifications of individuals everyday thoughts and beliefs okay respect and a harmony is it what uh, is and not oh, not not harming yeah not harming others okay uh so there's 
and beyond that. So maybe everyone can agree on those things. Right. Well, can we? Those can be. Um, this fly is <laughs> uh, distracting me. Um, can't those be contextualized? Like, in some cases, is it um, appropriate to harm? Like in self-defense, if someone attacks right. you, then is it appropriate to harm them back? Um, and with respect, I mean, if if someone is um, disrespects you, is it appropriate to disrespect them back? Um, should or should one always be respectful, no matter how anyone treats you? That's that's really where it becomes tricky. I believe that intent does have somewhat of a say in this because if you if you harm someone senselessly without an intent like it's not self-defense you're just doing that because you want to do it and then that's I don't believe that that's right necessarily in my own standard but if someone if someone does harm you and you're defending yourself or protecting, then that's justifiable. Mm. Mhm. Okay. So we maybe we need some other standard for like, or maybe there's some other universal value. If if we don't want to say not harming others right. is universally a good thing, because there are cases where it might be appropriate. Then maybe we have to drop that one. Likewise, right. with respect. Yes. <coughs> um, so are we? Um, because in either case, it seems reasonable in certain cases. Right. To right. Maybe could that serve as a universal, like do whatever is reasonable. What is reasonable though? Some, some people think of that very differently. But whatever it is, like whatever the reasonable thing is. Is it reasonable <laughs> to say that what's reasonable is the right thing to do? Or could someone reasonably have the view that one can sometimes act unreasonably? Depends who <laughs> defines or who or what or whom defines what reason is, honestly. Because There's so many people here on this earth and so many different beliefs. So, and you can even look at this in the context of religion, like what some religions believe to be reasonable. Other individuals believe that that's unreasonable. So it's, it really comes down to what is reason? Is there even a way to have universal reason? So now we're, it seems like we're getting to the issue of... Uh, are there any objective as right. opposed to personal or subjective facts or opinions or beliefs? I mean, take something like maybe uh, mathematics would make a good example. Two plus two is four. I mean, is that something which is relative to culture or is that something that everyone can agree on? Is it that everyone... I mean, is, is that something that's, 
is universal? Could we start there? Uh, as, if we were looking for examples of something that everyone can agree on, what about mathematics? Maybe morality is is not um, something everyone would agree on, but mathematics, science. Um, I can't necessarily speak on mathematics because I don't have the facts on various numerical systems in the world in, in existence so it would be difficult for me to make an assumption on that and with science there are many types of science so even that can be disagreeable amongst people I, it's very difficult for me to find an example of something that makes sense for everyone except life and death. Like, the only thing I can think of it, that's absolute that every single person on this universe will experience is we live and then we die. Um, <laughs> I can think of some people who might disagree with that. I well, mean, if you think it, if you believe in like an afterlife or something, right. I never die. I just go on forever. Well, our physical, <laughs> our physical form does cease to exist after a certain point. Well, if you believe in reincarnation. <laughs> well, yes. Maybe even your physical form. Well, I guess your particular physical form. Right. Might change. Um, well, uh, so let me go back to the math for a second. Like two plus two is four. Do you think that's not a universally agreeable upon fact? Do those two specific values equal another value? Yes. Okay. So we can all agree on that. And um, scientific facts. Let's take um, the the Earth goes around the sun. Right. Now some people probably don't believe that even today, but um, that's just. Uh, that doesn't mean that there's there's no fact of the matter. It just means they're wrong. Um, so, couldn't it be like that with um, could it could it be like that with morality in these evaluative questions? Where sure people might have different views, but some are right, some are wrong. And um, so the fact that there are different views in the world about any question doesn't mean that um, there's no true answer. It just means some of the answers people hold are right, some are wrong, or maybe maybe they're all wrong. Uh, I guess they can't all be right if they're contradictory, if they're saying the opposite of each other, but maybe they're all wrong. But um, could there still be a right answer and it's just uh, an issue of um, some people might have gotten to that right answer and others might not have unfortunately the memory on my recording device ran out at this point so the discussion was cut short sorry about that 
I hope you got something valuable from the part of the discussion that was preserved. I'll see you in another video.